Good morning. Good morning, Republic of Texas Radio. Uh, today's date is April the well, 16th, 23. Uh, you're listening to Republic of Texas Radio. I'm Steve O'Brien. Alan Crutcher is, well, not quite here yet, but, you know, we expect him any time. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Well, I got a lot to talk to uh, about today. You know, this week has been, man, everything's been fast. Do you believe that we're like a third of the way? Uh, isn't it a third of the way? A third of the way through the year now. And uh, it's the 20, it's 23. Man, I keep forgetting if it's 24, 22, 20, 20, 21, 2012, 2016. Just go all over there. But we are in 23 and waiting for a big 24. There's supposed to be an end of the world coming again in 24. Big solar eclipse followed by doom. Ah, everybody's going to die. Around here, we're under construction in the Fredericksburg area, so, you know, that traffic is just a nightmare from when I leave my house till when I get back at certain times while the winos are running. They run from the city to the wineries, and then from the wineries back to, well, the eating and drinking establishments. But who cares about that? You guys don't care about it, do you? Uh, I got to go to a, a wedding yesterday. That was uh, rather special and well, a little bit trying, at least trying on my nerves. Everything is uh, kind of trying on my nerves at, at specific times. Uh, going into the thing, right? You know, I've known this uh, individual. This uh, he's part of uh, my extended family and, and whatnot. And he was a, a young kid when I first met him, and it, it was nice to see, you know, him an adult. An adult. His family's really good. You know, they're, they're pretty stand-up-ish. They're, you know, the farmer type. They fix things, raise animals, and do all this other stuff. So it was kind of, um, yeah, with a little cowboy wedding. You know, it was kind of nice. You know, it was an outdoorsy-type wedding thing. And then we had, like, uh, the traditional, you know, is, is that unfair to say traditional? because most of the time everything has to be off the cuff. But it was the traditional wedding type thing where you had the bride and the groom and then everybody marched down the little, you know, center thing and took their position up front at the starting line and one stood there and one stood there and all they stood and everybody was, you know, from tall to short and, you know, it looked really good. Now they had sound effects problems, but that's probably like par for the course. You know, sometimes you do a production and you try to get together and do something, uh, even as a family, right? And, you know, tapping the people that normally do it. Hey, you're going to take the pictures. Okay, they're going to take the pictures. That uh, picture chick is from Austin. And uh, I don't know where she's from, but she was clicking a lot. Click, 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 click. You know, they had two uh, pastors. And, man, can we get cliche or not? You know, one of the things that, that, that I, I just had a hard time with is, you know, um, man, the other night, the night before, I had a, a discussion um, with uh, all younger people, with about older people getting all, you know, uh, I don't know, how does Alan put it, waxing melancholy? <laughs> I forget what his term was. You know, just talking about how they do what they want to hear and so forth. And I saw these pastors um, sitting there regurgitating stuff that they were 
you know, saying every week. And it was like, oh, my God, really? So it was decorated. Now, this is the negative stuff about the whole event. And this is just my opinion, right? It's not their opinion, whatever. So there are these little dollar $99 store cutouts that said, you know, quotes from Saul from Tarsus, right? You know, um, God, what is that? Hold on. Let me get you the, the, the quote here. You know, uh, it was Corinthians. 13, 4 through 8, right? The little squares, they're, they're dangling down the aisle, and they say stuff like, love is patience, love is kind of going, oh, man, how flippin' cliche. Really? Okay. And then um, each one of the uh, each one of the, the pastors that are up there, they're all, this is all about Jesus. Going, crap, no, it's about him, it's about her. It's about how they're good people. Right? How they're going to take care of each other. No, it was all just going all through, you know, going, what are you talking about? I'm not here for Sunday service. Sorry. You know, I'm here for those two. Oh, it pissed me off. I don't know. It was kind of silly, but it was good to see him and, you know, his bride and his friends. Alan, are you here? Uh, Yeah, I guess I am. Uh, just a hair late, but I'm I'm here. Uh, okay. Well, anyways, I was just man, I, I love so much about you know weddings and other events and things like that, and I just hate to see people tear them apart. And maybe maybe they really liked it, right? But they were to me, it was two old men that should have been retired, you know, that couldn't even hold a consistent thought, and that's judgmental. Oh, bad for me. Get the stick out of my eye. Right, but um, you should have done something better for them, right? Instead of reading from their, you know, Bible. Um, nah. Yeah. What, what, what do I wish to achieve by talking about this this morning? Maybe most people were like, "Man, that was a great wedding." <laughs> Man. Well, what, like ninety-five percent of the time in in today's world, it's a momentary situation anyway. So you know, didn't. I mean, what what does it really matter anymore? You know, it's just words that are said most of the time. Very yeah. few people, you know, really have really have a a, a long term intention, you know, in mind. You know, that they they might think they do, but today's world is so um, fleeting. You know, it's interesting. It's like my wedding when I got married. Um, it was done in the backyard. Uh, it was done by a friend. And I don't want to make that any more special than, than theirs or anything. It's a difference, right? You know, it's the way that you choose to do that. And that's how we did it. I mean, you were there. It was very small. It was very personal. And it was done, and it's over, right? And we argued the usual conspiracy theorist, if that's what you want to say. Me and Jen had that discussion of why the hell are we doing this, right? And it was like, well, we could come in law, and we could this, and we could that. But then when you're fighting in the middle of a prison called the United States of America, right, they have guns, and they obey their laws. And it doesn't matter if you sit there and go, oh, but I stand on the Constitution. (laughs) They're like, I wipe my butt on it. So, you know, it just doesn't help. But um, eh, maybe I'm just... uh, no, I, I'm not that much of a traditionalist, Alan. You know, well, yeah, of, well, and, and, and you're, you're attacking an actual institution, an, an actual business model. You know, I mean, 
<clears throat> weddings are, there's a lot of money spent for those big ceremonies oh, that yeah. unfortunately are not a lifelong commitment anymore. You know, it used to be, it actually, uh, you know, that big ceremony and the, and the big party and the receptions and everything, you know, um, used to mean something when people would pretty much stay together through thick and thin. You know, there's always been divorces and there are things that happen that split people up, but, you know, it used to have a little more meaning. You know, there's a lot of money spent on weddings. I didn't know what meaning it had growing up. And, you know, to me, you know, when I was 18, 21, somewhere around there, uh, a wedding meant this party, bachelor party the night before, the strippers, right? And then the the next day, getting over there and doing the you know, whole walking down the aisle with my friends type crap and so forth. I remember the first time I went to a high-dollar wedding, Alan. It was pretty funny. You know, they even had it with a... Uh, sky roof that opened up. So in the middle of the dancing, boom, the like <laughs> going, really? Wow, it's a lot of money and a lot of booze, free booze, free, you know. Uh, I wonder if they're still married, any of those people that I uh, went to their weddings. I don't think so. I'd, I'd probably bet against it, especially in this society. Hmm. Okay. So we didn't need to talk about too much about weddings and stuff like that, but maybe it has a point or a place in this discussion. Uh, maybe it doesn't. You know, I, I definitely see it in the, the common world of LGBTQ plus 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 Q uh, whatever. You know, in that world, you're never supposed to be married. You're never supposed to have kids, right? And if you do have kids, you need to have transvestites and have their you know genitals moved around, and that's the, the common culture. Right, so um, so maybe weddings are so passe, right? Maybe they're for a t- uh, another time, or maybe they're just for the elite. That would make sense, don't we? Have um, what's it? Queen Charles is about to be coronated. Uh, Alan, do you hear much about his coronation or sure hear her coronation? Is it years? Oh, oh, you're, oh, you're talking about Charles Play Three, yeah, Chucky the Third, yeah, King Chucky the Third. Uh, I, I guess he's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's going to have a wedding or a coronation, and, you know, he'll get crowned the queen. And um, it's going to be annoying. It's going to be one of those things where the entire week you're going to be hearing about so and so and so and so. And so I won't bore you with that. Uh, but it is coming up in the future. Did you hear that the Russians are, are mobilizing off the coast of the Pacific Ocean? Sorry, it's kind of another thread that, that I wanted to talk about. Did you hear, did you hear about that? Because it's very uh, No, I've, I've kind of pulled myself away from the world, actually. Actually, I pulled myself away from the world for a while. No, I, I've mm. been trying to um, uh, get all zen or whatever you want to call it. And uh, yeah, um, <laughs> How does that work I, for you? <laughs> you uh, not very well. You know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, kind of, this is kind of like, you know, I, you know, I, I went in and saw my mom, and everyone kind of knows that situation, and I try not to say anything, you know, um, everyone's tired of hearing me, so, but you know, it's like my mom comes up, she goes, do you know that they're not even going to be able to use the terms man and woman anymore? A woman's going to be a birthing, and I looked at her, and I said, uh, I believe they, the proper term others, they call them birthing units, and what used to be men will be. Sp- uh, sperm donation units, and other than that, they'll be kumquats and kangaroos and uh, whatever the hell, they, whatever the hell else they want to call themselves. So yeah, oh, it's 
painful, painful. And, and I looked painful. at her. I looked at her and I said, "Mom, what do you think I've been trying to tell everyone for ten years plus? You know, uh, that all this is good." She said, "Oh my God, I'm 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 almost glad I'm probably not going to live long enough to see this crap actually happen." And I'm like, "Well, Mom, yeah, unfortunately." Yeah, it's a it's a horrible world, and it's a it's a long road to go down. All day. <laughs> like the first time I saw THX one one three eight, I think is the name of the movie, and I kind of went, "Wow, I don't get this movie." And then I watched it, and then I watched it, and then I watched it again. Right? You know, I don't know how many times it took me to to understand that all of that is coming for you, and it's not George Lucas you know, making this little fantasy about living underground, making robots that beat you up, was pretty much what it is, right? You In THX uh, 1138, uh, the humankind lived underground, and they manufactured robots that policed them, and they were given, what, roommates? Right? Their bathroom medicine cabinet had an AI in it that was your god. And it said, oh, how may I help you <laughs> enjoy your drugs <laughs> and stuff like that. They gave them drugs. and They had, you know, a rabid homosexuality, right? Of course, that was probably programmed. They're all, you, sir, are the unfit mother. Um, and, hey, well, we're here. We're here. We're, we are right here, right? We're, we're right where they want us. They have... Uh, people in place globally, right, that are willing to lock down the world. They have what uh, Andrew England terms as global anal, right, where they're pushing all these uh, you know, defined perverse, right? You know, that's a, a concept that comes from, well, uh, your polarity. That's the wrong word, Alan. Help me out. Uh, ethics. Yeah. Hey, hey Steve, uh, when, did, when did that movie come out? Was that like 71, 72, something like that? I think it might that, have been the 80s. Because that, that's, it's been that long since I saw that movie. That that came on. <laughs> um, it, 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 it was I actually saw that at the movie theater on the airbase at Goodfellow. Right. And I, I can remember, the only thing I remember, really remember about it is women with shaved heads and breasts. Uh, first time, I mean, actually, live female breasts. And I, I remember... My parents found out about this movie, and I got in trouble because I took my younger brother to see it with me. My younger brother was talking <laughs> to my mom about seeing women's women's titties. And I was like, I, I, kinda, I, I don't think I got spanked for that, but I got in trouble for taking my brother to see that movie. And I'm like, what? It's like, I got into it. It's like, why in the hell did they even let kids into that movie? But um, that, that's, I don't know. It's, it's been a yeah, long time. Yeah, that was 71. So, 1971 yeah. is when it came out. And, uh yeah, it was a life-changing for me when I found out about it in the 2000s. I'm like, what? George Lucas did this? Well, this is crazy. And I found out that it was filmed in San Francisco, and I was like, okay, that makes sense, kind of. you know. But 70s, uh, San Francisco's a lot different than 2000s uh, uh, San Francisco. I don't know, man. It's all been coming for a long time, and uh, there's not much you can do about it, right? There really isn't. Funny thing is, the French are still upset, even though, well, from what the French TV says, 
it's done. There's no backseas, right? They, they, Macron, Macron, we're going to talk like a plane sheet. Macron, <laughs> no, I can't do that. Macron, um, he pulled a fast one on him, right? And so he gets in and he's all elected. They say he's the god Jupiter. <laughs> he really, he's running around the earth right now, sitting there talking to other countries because in his country, he'd be tarred and feathered. So that's, that's, one of the, the neat things about this global environment, right? I'm in charge of, let's say, uh, the prison in the United States of America or the Canadian prison or the French prison or whatever. Uh, now, I don't want to stay home because they're all pissed off at me. So now I'm going to go talk to the Chinese. Then the Chinese are all, oh, yeah, we love you, Macron. You're the god of Jupiter. Oh, what a wonderful thing. And he leaves and they go, who was that guy? <laughs> you know, well, they, they played his ego. That's all needs to be played. But in the government in France, and you know, there is no government in France. Let's just get, get it straight. There's a controlling, ruling elite in Europe. And France has submitted itself to this EU thing, right? And they put all these rules on top of the people. And so the Macron, he gets elected, ha, 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 and he says, you all need to work for two more years before you get your free money that you really gave us, technically, because you're all socialists. But that's okay. So you're going to work for two more years. They're all, I do not want to work for two more years. And he goes, well, who, who cares what you want? And then he said, well, but we're going to vote against it. And he plays the, the card that says, you can't vote. Right. So nobody gets the vote. So nobody gets the blame. Isn't that wonderful? The only person that gets the blame is Macron. And this is only his first year. And they're like, and we can't get rid of him. And, you know, he can do whatever he wants now. And besides, since the law has passed, now it's 64 forever. Dun, dun, dun. Macron, the king god of Jupiter. <laughs> I love it. But it's not just there, Alan. And I know you're not paying attention to the, 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 the ins and outs of a lot of this stuff, but you remember a lot of it. Um, Sudan. Sudan's been partying for a couple days. You know, did you hear about that one? No, who are they partying with? South Sudan? Are they wanting it back or what? Oh, no, they're fighting inside of each other, right? So they, they overtoppled, okay, you're, you'll, you'll remember this better than I did. You know, and I didn't have a lot of time for show prep. A couple of years ago, uh, Sudan had an election, and it, it seemed to be completely rigged. Right, the the leading party uh, wasn't didn't get through. The Hillary Clinton type did. Right, the globalist backed government got in, and Sudan said, "Enough, enough." Right. Yeah, that's enough. That's the music. Hang on, folks. We'll do the break. We're Public of Texas Radio. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. 
You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air. And 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Can't make this stuff up. <laughs> Maybe you can. Sudan. Oh, yeah. Fighting. Okay. So when, when we last left off, uh, we were talking about Sudan, right? Now, Sudan's been in uh, 24, maybe 48 hours of infighting. The the military that had taken over the country um, uh, got in a fight with its support mechanism, what they call paramilitary forces, right? You know, during the, the ousting of the latest leftist, coolest people, it's you know, it's like going, oh, my God, are you crazy? Yeah, they tried to do one of those. I'd take control of uh, of Sudan, and we're going to turn it into whatever we're going to turn it into, and we're going to make them LBGTQ, XYP. Um, but they didn't do it. You know, there was a coup, but now the coup's split, and uh, one of the faction of the, the military and this people they call paramilitary forces and I don't have the names, man. Don't have the energy. I'm, for the names. I'm sorry. 
So are, are, well, are we, are we, is, is there going to be a North Sudan now? Because you know, you know, South Sudan, you know, they they had a had an insurrection, you know, quite a few years back, and um, you know, uh, and I actually know who the president of South Sudan is. His name is Salva Kiir Mayordit, and, and he's a rather dapper guy. Wears a black Stetson hat. Yeah. And then like. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of feedback uh, coming from you guys. So let's go ahead and bring Andy on, but you guys are going to have to separate because we're getting voices walking over. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Call hey, I... in. That's fine. But um, you know, it's just two microphones opened up will lead to a feedback loop, and um, you probably know that. So where was I? So Sudan's out in there. They're fighting. I don't know where it's going, Alan. I really don't. You know, as far as that goes, is that real? Or is that Memorex? Is that part and, of what they were Do you know what, Steve? Mm. Do you know what, Steve? It's none of our business. You know, it should sure. be. That, that's, that's halfway across the planet from me, you know. I don't mm-hmm. want to go over there. I don't want to fight in it. Kind of like Ukraine. I don't want to go anywhere and fight. For corporations, you come onto my territory, you're going to find the worst frickin' enemy you ever seen. You know, um, but you know that that's just sure. my point of view. I'm I'm a little bit more uh, concerned about the Russians hanging out in the Pacific Ocean, right? And it's kind of like, okay, and why are they here? Because we're over there. You know, it's like you guys got to be kidding me, right? Get out of over there. But we need to do fight the good fight or the the whatever you know uh, i don't know is that the the good fight no it's not the good fight that it's a cover-up that they're fighting over in ukraine what cover-up is it you say i don't know which one that have something to do with um well genetic modification of the entire planet hmm? maybe mrna Right? Or does it have anything to do with that? Oh, yeah, they know. I don't know. Okay. What about money laundering from the vice president of the United States, that uh, the Biden guy? Right? Was that to cover that up? Or the other criminal nature of Ukraine? Right now, <laughs> the Poles, Alan, the Polish people are pissed, right? And they just cut off all imports of Ukrainian grain because, well, they're selling them crap. Right, they, they, it's not even good grain. They're half-assing it. I'm sorry, did I say that? Yeah, I did. Sorry. Um, they're they're not doing a good job of sorting their grain, and so they're getting inferior um, an inferior product with no tariffs because the Polish people decided, or not the Polish people. Sorry, the Polish government decided that they were going to let grain in with no tariff because the Ukrainians had been hurting its own people for a whole bunch of years, and the Russians decided to stop, say, don't do that, or whatever, okay, fine. (laughs) But right now, they're like, no more. We're hurting our grain-producing people, and your grain kind of sucks. And the Ukrainians go, we understand you're in a hard position, but we're in a harder position. (laughs) Like, well, I don't care. Right. You know, I don't I don't care. You know, we we have enough problems here in the United States of America. We have our own uh, criminals running abroad. You know, you know, we've got all sorts of people running inside. We are. I mean, I, I got lists. I, personally, I do have a list here. 
you know, I got my computers back. I did leave them at a customer site last week. So before the show, I was able to, you know, point down a few of my thoughts, which go all sorts of different directions. These presidents, these dictators, right? Biden's, <laughs> Biden's over in Ireland. Dun, dun, dun. And they love him in Ireland. And it's the great Ireland adventure with bumbling Biden, you know, dementia in a package. Um, wow. Isn't that great? Oh, no, it's not. What is he doing over there? Don't we have problems here? I'm talking too much, Alan. Maybe I got to let you in. I've already crossed two subjects or three, maybe. Did I lose Alan too? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, sorry, Andy just came into the room and asked me a question. I blanked out for a second there. <laughs> okay, well, just in time for a commercial. Hey, tell Andy to call back if he wants. Just, uh, you know, isolate, you know, pretend it's coronavirus stuff. <laughs> Be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call one 877 928-8822 that's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com Extend your life with Extendovite Homeowners, are you in foreclosure expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? 
For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. All right. We're back. (laughs) Republic of Texas Radio. You know, Alan, while we were at break, I started looking into the Sudan thing again, and I'm like going, okay, where are the... And I thought what you just said, that's over there. You know, well, well, what does it matter to me? Maybe because it's the breads and the circuses, and I kind of remember parts of it, and the usual criminals are involved in it, and you got Trump, and you got Clinton, and you got Clinton, and you got Bush, and you got Obama, and you're going like, oh, crap. (sighs) But what is important to talk about, right? You know, what's left? Well, there's lots of things left, and they all impact us. Where's your head? What do you think? Anything? Well, well, you're talking about uh, general um, warfare or policing actions or whatever the hell you want to call the what what our country, um, you know, um, not the country that I want to be in, but the country that we were presented in as you know, uh, going around the world and, and you know causing all this havoc and everything, you know, um, getting rid of. Of generations of of young people who are you know who are patriotic who you know have some feeling for their country you know they you know I, I understand in today's world there's a volunteer army most of them join because it's an economic thing you know uh, you know they, they they graduate high school or they graduate college and and uh, and they're they're basically morons and they can't get a real job so they join the military well then they get in the military and they go over there and they and you hear about guys doing, you know, four or five tours, you know, over in Afghanistan and Iraq and all these places. And uh, for for one thing is, once they get in, uh, they're damaged and they'll never be able to get health insurance anywhere else they go. So they almost have to stay in the military because no one else will hire them because they're sick or or just uh, flat out psychotic killers. And they actually love what they're doing. You know, various reasons they stay in for so long and do so many tours in battle or um. But you know, uh, Andy and I were sitting here talking about this. You know, um, that you know, it's like uh, all they're doing—they're getting rid of, of the young stock who will and can, you know, defend their countries. They're—they're they're just, you know, duped and manipulated into joining the military and going and fighting for the corporations. But you know, folks, they can do more with one predator drone than a whole freaking what a platoon or or a company of of, of you know ground soldiers can do. You know, one damn aerial drone with the right sensing equipment, sensors on it, you know, can can watch a whole battlefield area. And if they see movement, all they all they have to do is just uh, launch a Hellfire or some smaller munition that's not quite so expensive, and they can wipe out anything. They can see anything moving on the ground, you know, day or night. And uh, you know, ground troops are almost a moot point at this point in time. You know, it's a uh, 
Mm-hmm. It, it's really uh, amazing that that they actually still even you know need people. They they've got these little nerds sitting in trailers in the middle in the desert in Nevada, you know, fighting in Afghanistan, you know, flying drones and killing people, pushing a button, like a damn video. You still game. need to manufacture the drones, right? That's where THX one one three eight comes in. Yeah, you need a whole army of people producing drones or writing code or you know. Uh, making boards or however the hell they're going to be making them in the future. But uh, we're watching the U.S. war in Ukraine, and as they keep outfitting them with more traditional ammunitions and, and whatnot, they still need to have people, right? So they're, they're running low on people over there. So they're going to be starting to import stuff. So maybe geopolitical is important. We're going to be... In the coming well, Steve, weeks, how, how about this, Steve? Uh, what mm. happens when computers get smart enough that they can write their own code? All these people that are working from home and all these, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, technical guys, these technical people, and everything that are, you know, developing all this <laughs> stuff. What happens when the computers can write their own code and they don't need us biological units anymore? Is it, is it going to be Terminator? I don't know. Hey, well, I had heard another radio host on traditional radio, actually, Alan, um, talking about one of your favorite Star Trek episodes where the two countries are at war and, you know, one scores a hit and there's cyber war. And that means that all these people have to go to the incinerator rooms and get killed. Right, and it yeah. doesn't take over. Uh, if if you're in sector Z3 of the city today, report to disintegration unit number two. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we're, we're heading there, but we're not there yet, right? We haven't gone to the point of uh, you know, we're, we're barely at robotic dogs killing people. You know, we've we've got the robotic dogs. They were ejected from New York City a couple of years ago because they were using these robot dogs built by General Dynamics, bought by Google. Or Alphabet Inc. They're not Google. So Alphabet Inc. or General Dynamics or, or everybody's owned by everybody. So forget it. So they're going to be patrolling New York City again. It's called the Snitch Dog or something like that, and it's going to walk around listening and watching and doing everything. And um, and they're going to start using them on the battlefield shortly. Where is the battlefield? It seems like it's over in Europe right now. Is it going to be in the U.S. soon? It's going to be in uh, Taiwan soon. Is this the wars, rumors of wars times? You know, as uh, inflation goes crazy. Well, you're, you're talking about kinetic warfare, Steve. Unfortunately, they don't need to deploy any weapons. The weapons have already been deployed, and I know you hate me talking about this, and most of the people out there hate me talking about this, but the <laughs> weapons already been deployed. The Internet was the, the, the television was bad enough. The Internet was bad enough, but now I'm not the only person anywhere that I know that doesn't have a rectangle glued to him somehow. You know, the weapon is already there. You, you, you remember you remember that, that, that series you called me up one time and said you were seeing that, watching this series, and you started describing to me, and so I said, that sounds like a book that Stephen King wrote. It was called Cell, and you go, that's the name of this series, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. The weapon's already there. It's just a slower process than presented in <laughs> Yeah, novel. totally. You know, I, I see its control over everybody. You know, I try to limit its control over me. But I, again, I still have to live in this world. 
And, I know. Um, I know. It's, it's you ubiquitous. Have a telephone. It's different. I, mine is a telephone too. But hey, I'm not going to defend my rectangle. Hell no. You know, I want my flip phone back. But I need to use some features to exist in the world. But does that mean that we have to, you know, let go of everything? What, what, what about cash? I saw a we do not take checks anymore thing on a door. And I go, why the hell wouldn't you take checks? Right? You know, oh, they're, they're probably one of the most secure ways of um, doing business. And the, the check thieves have been gone for a long time, you know, as far as I know. You know, I haven't heard of a rise of <laughs> young people can't even do cursive, so they can't rip people off. So what? Well, wow. But money. Well, well, you know, Steve, it's like um, you, most stores that you go to that still do take checks. They just run through a scanner. You don't. You don't even have to write anything on the check. You just pull a check out, and and they run it through a scanner, and and it and it puts the the amount on the check and everything, and they hand the check back to you, and you tear it up. You know. Um, and, and, and checks are kind of scary in today's world because, you know, that actually has your bank account number on that check. You know, it's almost a scary thing to try to use checks anymore, you know, uh, conducting any kind of business because that you're, you're handing someone your, your account number to your bank, and they can get on the Internet, and they can, they can strip your bank account dry if they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I really I, – I take checks. I don't receive them, but, you know, it's – I'd rather go cash, right? Cash would be nice, but people aren't used to dealing with cash. We're going to have a little bit of a blip here. Um, I'm not too sure when, uh, Alan. Is it going to be this year, next year, when the C, uh, central bank digital currency, CDBC, people like acronyms, uh, when they try to get you going on that? And they are going to try to get you going on that. And that pile of cash that you, you have at your house, what what, what do you I think Bitcoin was for? If if, huh? if they tried to force a digital currency on us, we would have revolted against it. So they made it they, they made it seem like it was our our own idea. Oh, it's totally safe and independent and, sure. and it's it's all up to you. It's like no, that that see that was the introduction of the central digital banking currency, you know. Um what? they made it look like our idea and a bunch of people got real rich off doing it and playing with it. But, you know, if they would have tried to force that on us, we would have rebelled against it. Right. Absolutely. You know, it, it's been years since uh, the, the cryptos have been out there, and we still don't even know who came up with the idea. Right. You know, Satoshi Nimura or whatever like that. I never trust people with fake names. Or I only use the fake name to protect myself. Well, you're an idiot. Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe people can use fake names. And, uh, why it be so judgmental, Steve? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It could be coming. I got the Zimbabwe. Uh, I, I don't have as much money as you, Alan. I think I only have. I have a billion dollars in Zimbabwe currency on my fridge. I a customer gave me. Uh, I, I, I've, I've got a hundred. I've got. I've got a hundred trillion here, Steve. I know. Damn millionaires. It's funny. Or trillionaires. I'm sorry. You know, yes. you're getting there. But I just imagine. And, 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 and folks, I don't know if you've away. ever actually seen this, but Zimbabwe, their economy got so bad, I've actually got a $100 trillion bill here. It's Zimbabwe dollars, but 
their economy got so shot that they actually they actually produced a one hundred trillion dollars Zimbabwe bill. It's a piece of paper mm. with one hundred trillion dollars on it. Wow, that's how bad their economy yeah. got. Can't fathom it. You know, I, I sit there and the one thing that wedding I went to earlier. You know, talking to the people at the wedding. You know, one of the, the constant theme is the prices of everything. You know, people are. Oh, I don't go to the store anymore. I can't handle the prices. Uh, we we don't go out anymore, right? You know, can't handle the prices. You know, everything's going down. And you know, are we complaining about relative stuff? Or they're complaining? I didn't complain. I just said, yeah, I know. <laughs> what else are you going to do? You know, yeah, it's getting bad. Yeah, it's going to get worse. Yeah, do you want me to talk? Not really. You know, they don't really care. Um, there's some really bad things that are, are echoing in the news right now, and you might not have heard the reverberation. And I've been covering this and, and complaining about this since, like, 2008, when they're sitting there talking about women joining the Army and playing an A. And I'm, like, going, you know, there's going to be a draft soon, right? Yeah, that was 2008. That was a long time ago. And I was wrong. There wasn't a draft soon. But now they're talking again. There it is in the news, talking about drafts. And all these people are now eligible. They took half the population of the, well, prison United States of America. Uh, sorry, is it a prison? Maybe. <laughs> uh, Open-air um, open gulag, yes. Yeah. We're, 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 we're the freest gulag on the planet. Yes. Yeah, and everybody's mean to each other. Well, not everybody, but it's 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 pretty bad. And it's well, anyways, they're going to be drafting men and women for these new wars. And they, you know, Alan points out that they're not very efficient soldiers, right? You know, he point, points out that we can use technology to kill more people uh, than individual soldiers. But I think that they do make up fodder on the batter, battlefield. And a lot of people, a lot of young folks who are actually toting water for these governments will be the fodder. That's fascinating, right? It seems that the older folks, like uh, Alan and myself, are out here saying, hey, you know what? And while the governments are, are telling them global warming, transvestite issues, right? What else are they telling them? Oh, my God, you got to do your carbon footprint. Right? And you're like going, oh, crap. You actually believe that. And they go, well, well, what do you believe? I'm not like going, well, yeah. oh, God, it just, just takes too much. Uh, Steve, to yeah, Steve, this is like trying to talk to people who are, who are, you know, God bless them. They're trying to become aware and awake. But, you know, their awakeness and awareness uh, comes to, you know, uh, you know, uh, old terminology, Rush Limbaugh, Michael Savage, you know, guys like that, you know. Who and, and and you start and, and and they say, don't you think the military is great? And I'm like, no, they're 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 just cattle <laughs> to be to be used, you know, pawns in the game, as Henry Kissinger said. And, mm. and these guys get pissed at you because you talk bad about. Well, don't you you don't think we should be in Granada over there freeding the Granadians? And I'm like, we're gonna uh, no, yeah. you know, it's like so we invaded Granada. You know, it's like I I, I don't think there's been a president in my lifetime that. That we have not invaded some country, you know, e even, even you know, 
Oh, in, in open air, not what the CIA and everything is doing behind the scenes and military <laughs> intelligence. But, you know, but, but blatantly, oh. it's like, you know, uh, Granada. It's like, why did we invade Granada? Well, it's a very strategic place. It's like, what? It was, uh, or, you know, the Shetland Islands. It's like, what? It was a bunch of sheep and sheep herders. And, you know, the, right. and the British went over there and saved, saved the Shetland Islands, you know. Um, yeah. uh, uh-huh. It's just all That's crap, our people. islands. Those are our sheep. <laughs> really? Oh, it, it's just painful. Let's go to Andy since you're, Andy's back. Line five. Hello, Andy. That would be Andy on line five. Oh, here I am. There I am. Yeah, you, hey, you no, were on the other line. Hey. Well, thank Go you, ahead. gentlemen, for letting me. Yeah, let me let me say this, and I just want to say this to the uh, the uh, RBN family here. I met two people, uh, Steve and Alan, and I met them on the radio, and they embraced me. And they brought me into their little world. And so people, there are real people out there. There, There's a whole bunch of real people out there. We just have to find them. And Steve and Alan are two of the most real people that I've ever met in my life. And it's it's just a wonderful feeling to know that, that that is there. And I just want to say thanks to you, Steve and Alan. I want to say thanks to you. On the air, I want the RBN family to know that. Okay. Okay. I just feel like I'm getting smoke blown up my our back and whatever. Um, what? I do appreciate you, Alan, or Andy. Alan, too. Well, no, no. Look, 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 look. In a world that there's, there's a world of people out here that are just flipping zombies, and everybody in RBN world knows that. But but you are not zombies. You you two people are not zombies at all. You people are real people. When you say something, you mean it. When you do something, you do it. It's it, it's you're real people. We're we're not walking mm. around with droids around us. And with with you guys, it's just it's really cool and stuff. Did you say we're walking around with joints? <laughs> I don't think so. But oh, I'm we not. should have a joint. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> that was damn funny. Okay, hold on, while Andy. Well, we'll be right back. Republican Texas Radio. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. All right, we're back. <laughs> Republic of Texas Radio. Hey, uh, Andy from Texas is well. Yeah, he's on the line here. He's just uh, sharing his experiences with uh, well, a little bit with Alan and myself. Uh, we don't need to keep going down that route, but it, whatever. It's your your stage, Andy. Here you go. No, okay, so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. And in the world that's messed up, and you see it, Steve, I know I've talked to you many times, Alan sees it, we see the, yeah, the world is messed up. And so in a world of messed up stuff, it's nice to find people whom you can hang out with. And I am so grateful for you and Alan, Steve, or you and yeah, however that works out. Um, no, I, I'm just so grateful to have met you people. Um, you know, you, you embraced me when I had a problem and, and you really did embrace me. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, a loop here. Let me send you some money or something. It was about love. It was about, yeah, I care for this person. You guys really did something special for me. And, I'm here now, and I've I've met some intriguing people, and and everybody. See, this is the thing that I want to say here is that the people that are listening to this radio show, and I know Sherry in Kansas knows this. All right, 
I know she knows this because she's the same kind of person. And, and, and all the callers and stuff, it is a real kind of, a, it's a world. Well, I say it's a family. No, I'm not sure it's a family, but it's a world. And everybody embraces everybody. And, I, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. Anyway, so um, when it comes to, okay, so, Steve, we were talking the other day about uh, uh, Colorado, and they're going to get rid of the gas stations. You want to talk about that a little bit? <laughs> I don't know. I really didn't follow into it, but I thought it was damn funny. You know, we, were, we weren't even listening to a, a Patriot um Station. It was just a regular traditional oh. radio station, and they were talking about Colorado wanting to, uh, or a county, wasn't it? A, a county in Colorado. Yeah, it's just to, one county. Yeah. yeah. Deprecate gas stations, and as they fail or as they start falling out of uh, compliance with regulations, not allowing them to restart, that would make them the first county to not have gas stations. <laughs> you go so, there. So, 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 is it going to go back to Henry Ford? Are, are they, are, instead of gasoline, are they going to be, no. uh, you go fill your tank with hemp oil? I, I think they should get rid of water. Let's get rid of water, right? Let's get, let, let them get rid of water. That'd be great. Like, yeah, throw yourself out of food and water. <laughs> and then they, I don't know. There's a lot of stupid so, ideas so. in these it, it, it's so children. Adult children are running, you know, counties and cities and coming up with these uh, nonsensical ideas. What if we stopped breathing? <laughs> oh, they haven't said that yet. Go ahead, Allie. Andy. Oh, so Steve, so so um, if they're getting rid of gas stations and stuff and whatnot, does that mean that the new the new gas stations that need a tank? A replacement that they're not going to let them do it. No, no yeah, construction that was, of that. Right? That's what I heard. You know, we'll we'll expand on that. That's the music. Hang on, folks. The end of the first hour. Republic of Texas Radio. Paid attention to each little blessing in this life. Had a more intimate connection with the spirit world. Learned as a community and equally taught every boy and girl. The tree of life is us, my friends. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle, or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S, 
secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S secret.com. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.